Hi, this is Steve Sleeper, producer of the North Omaha History Podcast. It's a volunteer effort, but you can help us meet expenses by becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. The list of patrons and the link to Patreon is in the show notes. You can also help by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star review. Thanks. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Demolished by the interstate 50 years ago, the Jefferson Square neighborhood was started by Omaha pioneers in the 1850s. Adam is going to share the successes, failures, and interesting facts about what existed in the past. Take it away, Adam. Steve, there were so many interesting facts that existed about Jefferson Square. To start us off, I'm going to give us four quick ones. Here's the first one. Jefferson Square was a park that was originally designated in the 1854 plat map made by Alfred Jones himself. It was one of only three parks planned for the city and the only park actually made. The second interesting fact is that once Jefferson Square was a neighborhood filled with houses, schools, churches, and synagogues that eventually became a business district packed with tall office buildings, busy commercial businesses, and apartments and cheap hotels all around. At its height, I estimate there were more than 200 businesses that employed 5,000 people in the Jefferson Square neighborhood alone. And then the last fast fact that I have for us is that neighborhood demolition began in the 1960s and it was completed in when the I-480 interstate was open, but it actually keeps going on today. Now, all of that said, I want to start this exploration by looking at the reality of Jefferson Square. It wasn't just a park. No matter what people think today, originally Jefferson Park was a wide neighborhood that was packed to the hilt with tall buildings, busy streets, fast sidewalks, streetcars and cars, and everything all around all the time. On the north side of the neighborhood was Webster Street. On the south side of the neighborhood was Chicago Street. On the east side was North 14th, and on the west side was North 17th Street. There were Scandinavians, Native Americans, Hungarians, Chinese and other Asians, Italians, and part of Omaha's early Jewish community, all right there within that neighborhood, all with their own designated spaces, as well as people born in the United States who had settled the city and were getting it started as well. Lots of different people lived right in Jefferson Square from the jump. And what is the jump, you say? Well, it might have been 1865 when the city of Omaha formally named the park in honor of Thomas Jefferson. It was informally named Jefferson Park before that, but the city took 10 years to really get it labeled. It might have been 1865 when the UP, the Union Pacific, opened up their shops just a few blocks away, making Jefferson Square a vital green space for those workers who were coming and going from the shops. It might have been 1866 when the first Omaha Public School opened up in Jefferson Park itself, a vital place with an open space became the home of students from all over the city. 
that didn't last long, but that school was the beginning of the city of Omaha changing the park's purpose repeatedly. You know, in 1869, the Omaha Daily Herald, it was one of the early newspapers started by Dr. George Miller, the Omaha Daily Herald railed against the park's condition, saying that Jefferson Square, quote, by neglect resembles something not less offensive than a barnyard. Unfenced, uncared for, and unknown, it lies a barren waste. Not a tree, not a shrub, not even grass is permitted to grow upon it. So from that little snide entryway, we begin to see the city of Omaha's treatment of Jefferson Square Park itself. Now that little park, there are no remnants of it today, Steve, and I'm going to talk about why in a minute, but you can still see the site where it was, and you'll see that it's as misused now as it was back then. Back then, 1865, that's when the city of Omaha built the first school. Boom, right there on the park. It stood until 1878 and stayed in jankety condition the whole time. In 1876, the U.S. government was suggested by the city of Omaha to move the military headquarters there. That's right, the headquarters of the Platte that eventually moved to Fort Omaha. They were originally located down on North 4th Street, uh, down by Nicholas. And they needed a new place to build, and the city said, hey, use this park. That didn't happen. Neither did the joint city-county building that was proposed to be built in 1878. They thought about it, but it didn't work. 1884, there was a proposed market house to be built there. And that proposal was so popular, it came back for the next 20 years almost, until 1901, when the market house was actually built a couple blocks away. In 1885... Just a block away from the square, Webster Street Station was built. Webster Street Station was a major train station in Omaha, not like the big two, not like the Burlington or the Union Station. But Webster Street Station belonged to the Missouri Pacific and brought in, at, one, at its high point, brought in six different rail lines from across the country right there, just a block away from Jefferson Square. That made the square boom in popularity, made people want to come to it from all over. But... It wasn't its saving grace because in 1887, the city of Omaha proposed building a library there. Now, luckily they didn't, and they ended up building it downtown, which became the old Omaha library that today is offices, but was designed by Thomas R. Kimball himself. It could have been in the park at Jefferson Square. You know, Steve, they thought about building the city hall at the park in 1889. Luckily, it was built right across the street from the Douglas County Courthouse. In 1897, they thought about building a grand new post office there. It wasn't, though. They built it on the 16th. An interesting thing happened, though, in 1899. The whole neighborhood had flipped. It had changed. No more single-family houses in the whole area. Instead, it had all become tall buildings packed with businesses, top to bottom. The ones that didn't have business in them, in them had flop houses cheap apartments, and hotels in them. And those were all for the business people who were coming and going. 1899, the Webster Street Station was expanded greatly. This is right after the Trans-Mississippi Expo that the Missouri Valley Railroad, or the Missouri Pacific Railroad proved so important for. Uh, and they were booming, so they expanded their station right there just a block away from the park. An armory was proposed to be built there just seven years later, though, in 1906, and then a fire station in 1915. 
That same year, in 1915, Gordman's opened up on the square. Gordman's, that became the retail powerhouse known as Richmond Gordman, began right there in Jefferson Square Park. A lot of businesses in Omaha began right there. We'll mention a couple more as we go along. But it's important to know that it was this retail powerhouse. A bathhouse was actually built in Jefferson Square Park in 1918. You see, the idea was that these workers were getting off of work at... The UP shops, they were getting off of work from the smelter, and they needed a convenient, easy place to take a shower because it would take them time to get home, and they didn't want to ride on the streetcar dirty and stanky. So they went over to the bathhouse, a public bathhouse. Now, this noted the beginning of another era, though, when Jefferson Square Park went from being a vital pulse where all kinds of meetings and rallies and parades and festivals and circuses and all kinds of things were held right at the park. And instead, it became known as Bum Park. Starting in the 1930s with the Great Depression, homeless people were gathered around the park. They were using that bathhouse and really taking advantage of the space. But it was the beginning of the end. Now, Canfield's opened up right down there. Canfield's Army, Navy, Surplus, and Sporting Goods Store. Yeah, they opened up right down there in 1948, right after World War II. They were selling surplus Army stuff. <laughs> Kept doing it all the way through my time in Omaha growing up when Canfields is over at 24th and coming. But here, at this point, it was down by Jefferson Square. 1967, though, not even Canfields could save it. The city of Omaha City Council voted to demolish the park and any business impeding construction of I-480. That's right, that beautiful, easy interstate in the middle of downtown Omaha that demolished so many homes, wrecked so many businesses, brought in so much traffic. They had to demolish Jefferson Square Park to make way for it. And by 1969, interstate construction was complete, and the remaining buildings around Jefferson Square Park were mostly demolished. They put a paving, they, I'm sorry, they paved over the park and put in a parking lot that's still there today, where Jefferson Square Park was. That intersection, Cass Street, 15th, all of the different streets that are down there. In 1976, though, the Jefferson Square Business Association started. 1976, seven years after interstate construction was complete and the park was gone. The neighborhood continued to exist. This association claimed 150 companies were in the area and that they employed more than 3,100 people. That amazing fact is little known. But what isn't little known is the reality that today, in 2023... More than 50 years after the interstate came, there are only two original businesses from the last era of Jefferson Square. Only Saul's Pawn and Jewelry are there and Pettit's Pastry. Sure, there's a couple of interesting buildings that still stand there. The Onling Tong building still stands at 1518 Cass, and that's just a half block away from where Jefferson Square was. The Onling Tong building was actually part of Omaha's original Chinatown from the 1880s. It was active in the Chinese community all the way through the 1940s. Today it sits empty, but the buildings around it are being revitalized somewhat, and maybe it'll come back. Something new. But the memory of Jefferson Square Park and Jefferson Square neighborhood, well, that's all that's there is a memory. There are no historic markers. None of the buildings are on the National Register of Historic Places that are left. And it looks like redevelopment's coming for the neighborhood fast. And has even hit just a little bit. 
Go down there. Walk around where the park was. Walk around the neighborhood. I just did. And I'm blown away by what Jefferson Square once was. And that's some of the history. If you're interested in more, check out my website at NorthOmahaHistory.com. There's a massive article about Jefferson Square Park and a separate one about the Jefferson Square neighborhood. Lots of history, lots of timeline, lots of facts, lots of pictures, all waiting for you at NorthOmahaHistory.com. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past.